has been denied bail. I'm Shana Stulen. Brutal animal cruelty leads to a stiff sentence for a D.C. man. I'm Luke Lukert. Prince George's County's health officer resides. The county executive reacts. I'm Melissa Howell. Good to be with you. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Stacy Lynn in Washington. Catastrophic flooding in Kentucky. At least 19 people now confirmed dead. That number expected to rise even more as it could take weeks to find all those who are still unaccounted for. Lexington Herald reporter Austin Horn. You have these little communities built around really little streams, you know, the kind that doesn't really get higher than a couple feet. But for so many of those little communities, that little stream essentially became a river. So you had all these homes clustered and they were just washed away. President Biden has declared it a federal disaster, which will speed up financial relief to where it's needed the most. For the first time in decades, House lawmakers passed a ban on assault weapons. CBS's Linda Kenyon with details. It follows a rash of mass shootings in America, including the shooting at the Uvalde Elementary School in Texas. It killed 19 children and two teachers. After Uvalde, President Biden appealed to lawmakers to again ban assault rifles or at least raise the minimum age for buying them from 18 to 21. The measure now goes to the Senate where it's expected to fail. A 10-year-old who was shot during the Romb Elementary massacre has been released from the hospital. Our Jim Crisola reports. Maya Zamora got a hero send-off from the staff at University Hospital in San Antonio, Texas, Friday afternoon. The 10-year-old spent more than two months in the hospital recovering from injuries she received in the Uvalde school shooting May 24th. She was the last shooting victim to be released from a hospital. San Francisco is one of the hotbeds for monkeypox in the U.S. right now. David Watson got it. He says gay and bisexual men should not be stigmatized. It feels like AIDS all over again, the shaming. I did not get it through sexual contact. Anyone can get this. Watson says he got monkeypox from a friend he hugged and kissed on the cheek. More than 21,000 cases in almost 80 countries have been recorded since May. Gas prices are going in the right direction. And while you may have not liked it when the price was super high, the oil companies benefited in a big way. Here's business reporter Jason Brooks. Consumers have been feeling a lot of pain at the pump, but Exxon and Chevron rode those rising gas prices to record profits in the second quarter. The highest oil and natural gas prices in over a decade boosted the firm's buying bottom lines, with Chevron reporting that its oil and gas production business nearly tripled from a year earlier, while Exxon's strong refining margins quadrupled its profit from a year ago. The average price for a gallon of regular gas right now, according to AAA, is $4.23. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It is 71 degrees, July 30th, 2022. We are going up to the 80s sunshine. It'll be a pretty nice Saturday to get the weekend underway. Good morning to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Top local stories we're following at this hour. It's been a violent start to the weekend in the district. At least six people were shot and one pronounced dead. Three separate shootings broke out around 9 p.m. last night. The first on Alabama Avenue near F Street Southeast. This involving an unidentified man and woman. They were both taken to the hospital. The man later died. Minutes later on Darrington Street Southwest, police found two men who had been shot. 
Then two others were shot on Rhode Island Avenue near Montana Avenue in Northeast. They're expected to be okay. Earlier yesterday, a man was gunned down near the D.C.-Maryland border on Wheeler Road in Southeast. New details now regarding a woman accused of shooting her husband. This inside a D.C. hotel last week. Police say it was over accusations he molested kids at her Maryland daycare. The case is now going to trial and a Superior Court judge has denied her bail. Shantiri Weems is going to remain behind bars for now. Her next court appearance is August 9th. Her husband, James Weems Jr., remains in custody in Washington, D.C. He'll be appearing before a Baltimore County court next week. He's been charged with sexually abusing at least three children at the daycare center in Owings Mills. Shantiri shot her husband last week after getting messages about those allegations at the Mandarin Oriental in Southwest, police say. Her lawyer says it was self-defense. According to court documents, police found two handguns and a notebook at the hotel where she wrote messages saying she intended to shoot but not kill her husband and quote i want these kids to get justice shana stulen wtop news 705 now a dc man will spend months behind bars after being convicted for brutal animal cruelty in june of 2018 dc police and the humane rescue alliance arrived to a home on brother's place in southeast dc where they found a dog hanging from a fence it was dead and it had not been fed in over a day and a half the owner jaquan jackson also told police he had an alligator a month later the hra and police came with a warrant and removed the five foot long reptile that had been kept in a plastic container they also found another canine with wounds from dog fighting including an open gash with exposed bone. In all, they removed about a dozen dogs. Jackson will now spend 90 days in jail, and he is banned from owning an animal for a decade. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Police in Rockville looking for a group of boys that they believe killed a Canada goose in Rockville. They found the bird on the bank of Lake Newmark on Sunday. The boys could face federal charges. It's a violation of the Migratory Bird Conservation Act. Authorities believe three boys can believe to be between the ages of 12 and 15 were seen running away from the area. The Area Homeowners Association also offering a $1,000 reward for any information. And a Richmond-based nonprofit has filed a friend of the court brief. They're asking the state Supreme Court to uphold a lower court's dismissal of a fire teacher's lawsuit. Equality Virginia advocates for LGBTQ equality statewide. They were one of several groups listed in the brief regarding a million-dollar lawsuit filed by former teacher Peter Vlaming. Vlaming fi was fired from West Point High School this after refusing to use male pronouns to address a student who had undergone a gender transition and changed their name legally. The school system says it was a violation of its anti-discrimination and anti-harassment policies. And the top health official in Prince George's County is now stepping down. Dr. Ernest Carter has served as the county's health officer since December of 2019. He's also led their COVID-19 response. County Executive Angela Alsobrooks made the announcement thanking Dr. Carter for his service and dedication to residents. His resignation will go into effect November 1st. County leaders will be working together to fill his position. Now, Dr. Carter is the latest health official to step down in our region. D.C.'s health director officially stepped down Friday. And Montgomery County's health officer role has been unfilled for nearly a year. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to Prince George's County for more on why Dr. Carter is stepping down. Coming up after traffic and weather, new efforts underway to keep digital platforms safer. It's 7.07.
At MedStar Health, we're dedicated to bringing you the latest breakthroughs, such as robotic cardiac surgery, a minimally invasive procedure performed with robotic instruments through tiny chest incisions, offering a faster recovery and 